Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Episode 44 from uh, Manly Musings Podcast. As you can hear, I'm back uh, after a week off being in Aruba in the tropics and just enjoying my time and drinking a lot of beer and a lot of mixed drinks and sitting on the beach. I guess I decided to return and do a podcast with Kevin again. (laughs) Um, So thank you, uh, Kevin and Andrew. The episode sounded great. I've listened to it already. Um, Definitely going to tweak a few things that I heard that I want to touch base on. Um, But honestly, you guys killed it. It was a great episode. So hats off to you guys. Um, So I do appreciate both you guys stepping in and handling everything which has been it was a big help for me so absolutely sir yeah you know we had to do what we had to do out here yeah you guys did good um we're gonna touch on one thing that i thought was funny from last week's episode and i already gave kevin crap about it <laughs> before we jumped on there was a few times listening and what did they did they um do any of their like backstory, like any of the information, because I thought it was funny when both of you guys were like, Danielle Gallinari is on the Celtics. I'm going, I talked to Andrew about this. Like I, I sent mean, him an Instagram post about it. And I was like, this is what we needed. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm just dying. Well, I found trip. out, I found out he was on there because we were just trying to look up some more movies. And I found out about that like earlier in the day. I was like, oh, Danielle. And he was like, Oh, I didn't know that he was on there. I'm like, hey, I don't. I'm just finding out all about this too. So. Oh, jeez. Oh, god. Nope. Um, I thought it was great. You guys talking about the NBA offseason, how crazy it has been. Um, we're gonna touch base on one of the small, like, very quickly because it's been a running joke at this point of this Kevin Durant thing. Shortly. Oh um, gosh. But also the whole NFL debacle. We are definitely talking about what happened moments ago. I'd say like 10 minutes ago, Roger Goodell yeah, 10 came minutes out. about. Yeah. So definitely going to touch upon that. But all in all, you guys did a great job. I listened to you to ramble on all day long. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, I appreciate you. You know, it's we had to make it happen. And I hope you enjoyed my teaching of Andrew on what we have to do during our game in, is it now my T minus three, four weeks? All right. So let's see. Today is Tuesday, the ninth. Let's see. We officially leave here. It's three weeks, three weeks from tomorrow to head out to New Jersey to pick your ass up at like ass crack of dawn. And get it. to Morgantown as early as possible um, so that Andrew can explore the area. Um, Kevin and I have already discussed this off the podcast, but Andrew is going to get a very nice gift from Kevin and I because he has no West Virginia gear. So if any of you guys out there are, are sports fans or whatever, if you think we should get him cer- a certain thing or a T-shirt, just whatever it is, let us know. Well, we, maybe we'll add – Add to the pot that we've already decided on. So never know what happens with us. <laughs> yes. I'm excited. I I can't wait to put Andrew some blue and gold. Mm-hmm. And 
where I, I'm excited to explore Morgantown, see what it's looking like now. I haven't been in, in a couple of years, and I feel like every time I come there, it's a something's new. Something is brand new. Yeah. So it'll be We're a good time. Or maybe we uh reach out to Bravo or Sydney Lee and see if we can sneak into one of their classes if they have class. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be hilarious. I would love that. Just walk in and be like, Hi, how you doing? Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, hey, who are you? When did you graduate with us? Bravo remembers us. Sydney Lee even remembered me last time I went there like three years ago. So I was, you know, thoroughly impressed by that. Um, but let's jump in. Weekly sports update. We are going to touch on this because we've it's like being a dead horse at this point. Kevin Durant came out yesterday, the day before, basically reiterated he wants to be traded. And he went up to the owner and said, it's either myself or the coaching staff. He does not agree with the general manager or anyone on the coaching staff on the direction of the team. Well, the owner came out yesterday afternoon and basically gave Kevin Durant the middle finger. And I, part of me says, good job. You're not bending to the will of a player. But another part of me is like, this is easily one of the top two, top three players in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. And you have a coach in Steve Nash who never coached up until you gave him a job. There's a lot more suited people out there. I love the coach they had before Steve Nash. I thought he did a great job with them. Where he's, where did he go now? He's somewhere. I he, think got, he went to Charlotte, I thought. And is his, he in and Charlotte? I think he was in Charlotte, and then they let him go, and then somebody else took over. But he's somewhere. I I don't, I like I don't remember exactly where Steve Atkinson went to. I know he went to Charlotte before, but I don't know what, what he's doing now. But it's definitely interesting with Kevin. I feel like he's making it hard on them. He's trying to make them to force their hand. But if I'm Brooklyn, I'm standing pat. If there isn't a deal that I want, oh yeah, he's staying there. And apparently the top three teams are, and it's in this order is what they're saying, is the Celtics, the Heat, and I think I saw the 76ers. I think it was those three were like the top um, destinations, which if you're 76ers, are you really going to do that? You just signed James Harden. You just signed a team that actually looks pretty good that, is going to essentially make a pretty good run this year, uh, better than what they had last year. If you're Miami, you blow it all up because you're going to have to blow it up if you give up Durant, if you want Durant. The only person you can potentially keep is Jimmy. Everyone else is tradable. You know, Bam is 100% gone if Durant's going to go there. You have to give him up. You'd He's, have to at least give up somebody between Bam. You're probably going to have to give up someone like a Tyler Hero. Oh, probably yeah. You have to give up a couple of those younger guys, that like rotation guys, to I help match the, ca- the salaries. Duncan Robinson would go because his, his contract's pretty big. He got a five-year, $55 million deal with them like yeah. just two years ago. So to make it all match, yeah, he'd probably be tossed in. Of course, the Celtics are in there. Um we already talked about this in so much. Three episodes already. This is the third episode. We're not going to dive into it. Literally, 
I hope they don't make the trade. Andrew's talked about it. I've talked about it. I'm not going to be happy if they do it. That's just how it is. But you uh, know what's funny about the teams that you mentioned? I'm surprised he wouldn't, you know, maybe I'm not surprised, but I feel like another option I thought he would have thought about would be going home to DC. But I don't think they have enough pieces yet. Well, they just, and the problem is, is they just signed Beal to such a large contract that the only player, if you did it, you'd do straight up Beal Durant because they make equivalent the same money. Yeah, you'd have to like blow up their entire team. You but... you blow up everything for him. Um, yeah. The, another team that I would be, I could see make making a potential surprise run at him would be somebody you know more further south, potentially like down in San Antonio. Okay. I could see that because San Antonio just got a buttload of first round picks from the true. Hawks. And they also, I believe when they, tr- I think they got rid of a couple other guys and they got, had trade value and stuff. So I can see that being a potential for them, for him. But does pop want him? Is a question. Yeah. And is, you know, we can always say Kevin Durant is the best scorer in the league. Probably one of the best scorers we've ever seen play in the NBA. Does he fit the mold? Like Andrew said, he doesn't fit the Spurs mold. He doesn't fit that type of mentality. And he's a great player, but he just doesn't fit that mentality of what they're looking for. I think overall, I also feel like he wouldn't want to go back West as well. Yeah. Cause he would never win. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, I don't think he would get. He wouldn't get. He wouldn't want to face the Warriors until at least the finals. So. Oh no, he he would have to only face them in the NBA finals. If he faced them more than you know those potential seven games, no, he he'd lose those. Um, but let's stop talking about that one. Let's jump into OBJ uh, is getting recruited by Mr. Von Miller to join the Bills. I saw that on Twitter. I thought that was pretty funny to see. And OBJ's response was like, I'm always ready because he's a free agent. He's recovering from that injury, ACL ACL surgery. So from what everyone has talked about is he should be ready by mid-October. Okay. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good turnaround for someone getting hurt in February and October, November time frame. That's really good. You're gonna get what eight, nine games in. Oh yeah. I'd be sign them up. It just adds depth to that team. Um yeah, build- I mean, do they really need him? I mean, no. you got what? Stefan Diggs. Who else am I missing? Davon Austin. Yeah, there's a lot of people. They- on that their their wide receiver depth is probably one of the better ones in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he were to go there for like a cheap deal, cool. I mean, let's be real. I'm pretty sure OBJ all he wants are some rings now. Yeah, he's done the whole thing getting stats. I think he's just gonna travel to get some rings. Maybe he goes back to uh, L.A. But if Vaughn wants him to go to Buffalo, I mean. Hey, if I were Buffalo and if you were to sign him to like a what a veteran's minimum, yeah, I would take is, it to be what the fourth wide receiver on the team. 
and that's like a two point five million dollar deal, and it's only, I think it's only like five hundred to six hundred thousand guaranteed. Typically, a lot of the rest is incentive based. But I'd sign him if I, I'm as a Patriot fan. I'd love him to be on a be a Patriot. Just give give us somebody else to throw to. So um, we'll see. Let's see what's what's their what's their depth chart looking like. Let's take a look at this. Yeah, let, let's see what's All the right. bills. So right now for 2022, we have when this loads. So you have Stephon Diggs on one side of wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Then right after him, it is Gabe Davis. He's pretty good. You have, oh, they have Crowder. They they got the guy Jameson from the Crowder. Who is considered like the short wide receiver? He's like number a slot. two. He's yeah, definitely a slot, slot receiver. receiver. Yeah, there you go. You still have Devin Singletary in your backfield. Yep. Dawson Knox and OJ Howard as your tight ends, and Dawson <laughs> Knox crushed it last year until he's he good. got hurt. And OJ Howard is no slouch either. I mean, he's, he's just coming still... off of a, a down year because of injuries. Yeah. So. Well, who if OJ's gonna? I'm sorry, OJ. If OBJ is gonna go to the Bills, it's like you're looking at him being like a fourth option at easiest first. Yeah, maybe like I don't know, maybe the fifth option. I don't know if he would because I feel like they would go to Stefan first, then Dawson Knox right after, then Singletary right after. And what does he fight for the last spot with Tavon? Crowder, Crowder. Yeah. I, I think you bring him in if someone gets hurt. I, I the only team that truly makes sense, and it's not even going to be LA. I think the only team that makes sense is still the Green Bay Packers for him. Because, if he wants that. If he wants to be that main receiver, yeah, I would think so too. Well, he might. He may not even be the main receiver. He might be number two. Mm. You know. Lazard is a very, very good receiver up there for them. So I think he's your number one and OBJ becomes your number two, but he gets the quote unquote best corner on him because of what is his, the threat he is. So I think that makes sense for him money wise, plus potential of winning a ring and LA just signed, got Allen Robinson. Um, they're wide receiver depth is pretty good or maybe they, he does go back i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens yeah it'll be interesting for the next couple of months or does he wait it out until the middle of the season starts see mm-hmm. what happens and then if somebody gets hurt he just says hey i'm ready to available they call him he signs with that team i think that's the the best option for him is to do it that way because he's not 100 healthy yeah you know, I just he, hope he doesn't go to the Bucks because that would be annoying. No, nah, the Bucks have too much stuff down there, and they just have they got Julio, so there's literally no reason for him to go there. Yeah. Um, NFL preseason finally kicked off last week, Thursday night. Uh, the Raiders Jags for what? It's the Hall of Fame game. Uh, the Raiders won decisively. Uh, again, it's preseason. So nothing too crazy to be excited about, but awesome to have football back. This is the last, I think last Sun. this past Sunday was the first, the last Sunday we'll have with no football on. Yeah. That's, until February. Gotta so, love it. 
Saturday, Thursday through Monday, we got football coming back, guys. It's uh, right around the corner. So yes. hopefully everyone's excited. Kevin, are you working Thursday night? Uh, Thursday night. Is that the the Giants play the Patriots? But are they in? That they're in New England. Uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna be working the one, uh, next two weeks before we leave. Oof. Yeah, the Giant Jets play, and then Giants play Monday, I believe, and then I'm gonna be a spectator at the Jets Giants one. That'd be and a that, good one. That week is literally when you when we go to Pittsburgh and Morgantown. Nice. Did you? Did you see the uh, video of Daniel Jones? Which one? The one uh, during the the quote unquote scrimmage where they have season ticket holders. No, what he did he threw do? Threw the ball so far behind his receiver, he hit a fan that was on the sidelines. Oh my god, that's a stare. Just dri- and I I think what I heard was it was somebody like in a wheelchair, so it's even it oh, makes it no. worse. It makes it worse. Oh I think that's gosh. what I've I've heard that, but also I've seen I just saw it too. And the receiver didn't even break out of his route and he threw the ball nowhere near the receiver. Shout out to Danny Dimes out oh, here. Oh boy. We we might want to tell him that um spectators don't play football. They're there to watch. Well yeah. Maybe. I don't know. He may he may not figure that part out yet. Um, I like this one. You added this because this was big news came out yesterday. Yeah. Yes. So kick us off with this one. This is huge. Sure. Yeah. So yesterday this news came out that pretty much all big 10 games are leaving ESPN. And I think that's really huge because if you're a college football fan, you no longer, you know, will no longer see, Ohio State, the Michigans, the Penn States on your networks. In order to watch them, you're going to have to go to CBS Sports, Fox Sports, or NBC Sports, which is a very interesting combination of a deal. Um, To be truly honest, I'm not a huge fan of it because I like when everything is on a station that I can get everything. My only other debate on it is why they're leaving is, I guess, they want to compete with the other schools and have, you know, and try to compete against them, maybe. But I don't know. I guess you know, you know how college sports work. It's all about the money. They're probably mm-hmm. getting tons and tons of money to do it. Oh, and yeah. now, what's really interesting, because of the way the Big Ten is expanding, from literally from New York, New York City to Rutgers. All the way to California, Los Angeles, Los Angeles to UCLA and USC. Now you just have a wider spectrum of where to find them. So mm-hmm. it's I, it's going to be weird not to see Big Ten games on there. But you know, as long as I can see, still see my Mountaineers, I'm cool with it. But at the same time. It's gonna if you're a Big Ten fan, you're probably gonna be a little frustrated because it's it might be a little bit harder to find your games. I don't see. I think it's a. At first, when I saw it, I was like, "Well, that kind of sucks." Because I, I I'm like you. I like having my teams or my games on certain networks. Um. Does that mean that 
they're never going to be on ESPN again because Ohio State, Penn State, you know, all these teams that are in the Big Ten have huge draws. And college game day goes to these. Yeah. So does that mean that ESPN can't be there or what? How does that work? Because I don't understand how that works because I know, you know, Fox Sports 1 has been at games for West Virginia, but ESPN has been there. So there must be some type of contract where they're still able to be there. I think there's probably something where, so like, so for you just mentioned college game day. They'll get college game day for a portion and then everything else, like game coverage wise, would probably have to stay on the other network. Okay. Um, that makes I sense. remember, I remember they did that for one of the conference, I think either the Pac 12 or the Big Ten championship. They were there, but it was the championship was on Fox. Oh, which yeah, is that, where their, okay. their championships are. So that I don't know sense. if it won't have it won't affect them with regards to like college game day unless they decide to change that rule out of nowhere. But I think it's just going to be mainly for the actual game. And they're not going to change any college game day is such a huge draw nowadays. But the thing that make it makes sense for them to do it because of what you said, how spread out the conference technically is. And this will allow the conference to keep gaining more viewership because so say you are a Maryland fan. Uh, Let's just throw a middle of the tier, bottom tier team for the big 10 into this. Yep. You want to watch your team. Okay. Well, they're not on ESPN. I have to watch it on the local cable network. Okay. Well, that stinks. Now you have three potential options on where your team's going to play besides your local cable network. That's pretty good odds right there to watch your team. You know, you could potentially see it as, oh, we're going to have the Ohio State game on CBS. Penn State is going to be on NBC and Michigan State or Michigan is going to be on Fox. So you're not missing the like three of the big teams playing. It's a great idea. They're going to make a ton of money doing it. So hats off to them for doing that. Um, As long as they don't take Fox Sports 1 away, because that's the only way we can watch Mountaineers, um, then I'll be happy. (laughs) Yeah. But um, this I saw this morning, Serena Williams. She has basically announced her retirement. Good for her. Yeah, seriously. Good for her. She's won tons of championships, you know, and I feel like we see this with, you know, athletes all the time. It's when they know it's time to go, it's their time. And yeah. Serena has, I don't know how many kids has she have already. I think she, I think she only has her daughter. Does she have two? I thought she only had one. I think she only has one, one daughter. Um, But I read her statement and she's like, I'm finishing out this season like whatever their season technically ends yeah or like finishes up next year as well something like that but she goes i love tennis but i've gotten to the point in my life that other things matter to me like my family my daughter my other business ventures my all these other things which you know what good for you you deserve it you are easily the best female tennis player majority of us have ever seen um no one ever is ever going to be a serena williams again so good for her 
Happy I mean, I'll, 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 I'll come back to you with, I think she's probably one of the best tennis players we've ever seen. Yes. I, I'll agree Period. with that. You know, like at least probably men, I, women don't even matter. I think she's, I would say she's top five. Oh no yeah. I, what. Like there's what you have Federer, Nadal, Djokovic. I would say Andre Agassi because Andre Agassi was before well, all of them was phenomenal. And then I'd have Serena, but that's just not in any order, yeah. but that'd be my top five in any of that, any order. I would even you like, she's in the top, you know, you, if we're going to go back, think about guys like Pete Sampras, think oh. about guys like John McEnroe. I would say she's up at that level as well. Oh yeah. In the game, being the face of the sport. Incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. I just love with her that she basically, you know, how everyone's like hates to hear the women grunt while they play tennis. It should be quiet. And it's like, she's like, ah, nope, screw that. I'm hitting the ball. And I'm like, running. 200 miles an hour, however hard they hit it. And she's like, I'm going to let out a grunt. I don't care. I love it. Um, yeah. Props to Serena. She deserves it. Yep. Um, here's one big thing. What are your thoughts on this, Kevin? So, you spoke on it last week. Uh, one of the Celtics legends, one of the NBA's legends, plus a world legend, really. Um, Bill Russell passed away at the age of 88 in his home next to his wife, with his wife by his side, rather. Um, super sad day. I literally was sitting in Aruba. My dad texted me. I was in the hotel and I saw it. And I looked at my wife and I go, I don't cry a lot, but I want to cry to this because yeah. – I love Bill Russell. He's arguably, besides Michael Jordan, my favorite basketball player ever. Like, I went and bought a picture of Bill Russell with him dunking, him boxing out uh, Will Chamberlain and all his stats and all these things that he did the day he died because I, was, I, I want something for it. And my wife's like, look at me. She goes, I actually feel really sad too because like, I know what this person, I never met him, but knows what he meant to me. So. But yeah, what's your, it's a, Oh yeah. You have your, go ahead. Your what's thoughts, your thoughts ahead. on magic Johnson's comments to Adam silver to retire the number six Jersey across all the NBA. So basically doing what the MLB did with Jackie Robinson and retiring the number 42 Jersey. I'm on board because of what he did off the court. You know, his accolades will never be touched in the NBA. He was the first ever black coach, not just in the NBA, but ever in professional sports. He won two championships as a player coach. He won nine championships as a player. He dealt with the city of Boston, and I'm from that area. It is some people are there are racist, especially back in that day when he was playing very racist area. He dealt with that, but he also, after his coaching career, which I read more about, just fell into shambles after the Celtics stuff. It just did not go well. He did commentary. But he became a voice of transition, a voice of power to help change the dynamic of our country. I believe just because of that alone 
there should be real consideration of saying everyone retire that number for the respect that he has earned and deserves from every player now. And that'll come from everything that we see now. Yeah, I wouldn't mind them doing that. I think pretty much it's spot on with what G said. It's not just what he did on the court, but everything off the court. Like we already technically have the finals MVP named after him as well. I feel like he'll probably he should if there's any number to start, if they're gonna start doing the retiring throughout the entire league, there is no arguments from me of him being the first one. Yeah. Because I could definitely see if we go on and time goes on, there's probably other numbers we could think of that probably could be the next ones. But if we're going to start, I would 100% go with Bill Russell first. Yeah. Just because of everything he has meant to sports in general, to the Mm -hmm. league, to the NBA, to the game of basketball, Bill Russell in essentially was the start. And, you know, you talk about, you don't, you know, you got to know where you came from before you know where you're going. Yeah. I mean, he is the pinnacle of that start for anybody that has played the game of basketball. Yep. Yep. Um, this always reminds me of that story with, oh my gosh, it was when the Celtics hired Ime Udoka last mm-hmm. year. I think it was Jay Will on ESPN. It's like, well, this is the first time the Celtics have ever had any, any black head coach. And they're listing off all the head black coaches that have ever coached the NBA. Now I'm going, we had Bill Russell. We had Doc Rivers. Um, did you forget about those guys <laughs> for a while? Like, <laughs> like you might want to go back and, and, and uh, figure that one out, buddy. But um, there's, let's talk about the one thing that you and I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, Roger Goodell. Uh, this and this is one oh, thing I yeah. want to talk about from this last week's episode. So you guys mentioned that the M- NFL came out with a six-game suspension. They did not. The arbitrator who saw over the case and the secretary, whatever general, whatever it was, she said after all the evidence came out, all the stuff that they've seen, that her recommendation is a six-game suspension. Now, the NFL came out after that and roger goodell basically said we're appealing this and him appealing it was he does not believe that uh deshaun watson should play and he came out and affirmed that tonight before we jumped on this podcast saying what he did was egregious and predatory a hundred percent on point roger goodell i don't like you because of all the stuff you've done with the patriots (laughs) and all of that but you're spot on with what you're saying here. This man should not be at an NFL team. It should be docked more money than what he's making this year. hundred percent because the Browns knew he wasn't going to play. You guys touched on that last week. We, you and I have talked about his contract. It is BS on what is happening. So I really hope the NFL dives into that contract because apparently a bunch of the owners are not happy either with how the Browns created that contract and they want it to be restructured and redone so that he is financially hurt 
by the situation. Yeah, I think I just hope they change it because I, I listed it last week on the podcast. I'm not happy with that amount of games because you we could list out so many examples, and we did last week, of all different types of actions that players have done, and they've gotten year-long suspensions where for everything that we've heard about Deshaun Watson, whether to be true or not, right? again, you know, he's only getting – a third of a season. And I, I just, mm-hmm. you know, I just can't accept that as the punishment when there have been things that have been done to other players and brief, essentially they've been hit with like a harsher suspension. Yeah. So, let's, let's put it this way. We'll use a great example. And everyone loves this example. Tom Brady, when he was a new England Patriot was suspended for four games for the PSI and a football being, under what the league minimum was. Four games. And you're telling me a guy that has now looks like has predatory behavior towards women. It's six. There's something wrong with that. Extremely you, wrong. You need to send a strong message that this is not tolerated. I would yep. love to see if Goodell comes out and says, no, he's done for this year, and there's potential that there's a huge financial obligation that he's going to have to pay off. Because two hundred, what he's guaranteed two hundred fifty million dollars. He's, I'd love to see Goodell go after that contract. That would be perfect in my mind, and that's what he should do. I hope he does. Yep, uh, we just have to wait and see see what happens. Yeah, it's stupid. And guess what? While he appeals the stupid and you know, Deshaun Watson's gonna appeal so that he has no suspension, right? When he's appealing this, he can play. Yeah. That is messed up. Should not be able to play. Oh yeah. No, sure. no matter who you are, if you are Tom Brady and you have PSI coming out of your football, you shouldn't play during an appeal process. Should not play. We don't know, you know, we always have the idea of pro- uh, innocent until proven guilty. There's a lot of information out there that shows Deshaun did a lot of things wrong. So let's fix this. Let's make this right so that everyone can kind of sit back and watch the Browns be really, really shitty per usual. Going to happen. Yep. I can't wait. No one knows who's going to throw the ball to Amari Cooper. I don't know. <laughs> Himself. <laughs> He's going to line up his He's quarterback. He's going to have to. Line up his quarterback and just throw the ball deep and run underneath it. <laughs> Gotta uh, love it. All right, Kevin. What's your jersey? I like it. I'm going to assume it's a uh, Luca jersey because it's a No, this is Ooh. just a plain – Jersey that I found online somehow again one of Kevin's eBay hunting deals. Wow, I think I got this for like $20. It's blank on the back, it just had it's the world jersey from like the rookie sophomore game. I don't remember what year to be honest, but yeah, I just have this one, and honestly, it was the first jersey I saw, so I Took it so I wasn't late for this podcast. Oh, you're fine. 
but you know, the struggle. And <laughs> I'm trying to stretch it out so it can fit over my body. But Merit, enough about my very tight jersey. I love the getup we have because you're coordinated today. Oh, yeah. Not like you don't, but you very coordinated very well today. Very, very coordinated today. This is a, you know, potential outfit for, you know, th- you know, three weeks from now. Um, I have some very conflicting outfit choices that I want to do because hear me out. Okay. It's football season. So I feel like I should be in football jersey gear and such. I know, but it's going to be so hot. It's so hot. That's why I'm thinking I have a dub V tank top. That I'm just going to wear that because I'm going to be dying. I'm going to take off my shirt anyway. I can wear my old practice jersey. I think you should. Ooh, okay. I might I might do that. I, I'll see. I'm going to bring it. Last time I went to a West Virginia game, I brought every piece of West Virginia clothing I owned with oh, that's me. hilarious. Because I was like, I don't know what to wear. And Ashley's like, you are a moron. I'm like, yeah, well. But I, I respect that. I don't know I respect that. I got to figure it out. So I'll probably do the same thing again. Um, but no. I'll at least have a selection. I'll have oh, a, yeah. like three, four selection. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely going to have a selection. Um, the nice part is you mentioned it before the podcast. Carl Joseph jersey. One of my favorite players ever to don the uh, blue and gold is Carl. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest hitting safeties in college football. I think he's, is he in Pittsburgh still? Or is he yeah, in, practice, okay. practice squad. Practice you guys signed back to the practice squad? Good. I like him. I think he's uh, one of those guys that, you know, played really well for a long time in the NFL. He fell mm-hmm. off when coach cha- coaching changes and all that. But um, had to rep this. This is, I think, they don't wear this jersey anymore. They've they changed don't. It. They changed it up a bit, yeah. yes. But I love this jersey. It was one, the only West Virginia college football jersey I own. I do have a bas- two basketball jerseys, but this one I was like, I got to wear this tonight. We're talking about college football. They just – so thought it was a perfect timing for it. So I dig it. I dig it. I have, like, a couple of different college jerseys that I still have from when I was in school. Oh, boy. And I'm not going to give them away or get rid of them. Some of them are like way too tight, but I'm just telling it like that. I look at it as like it's an heirloom. Like I'm just gonna or keep them. Look at it as I want to fit in that jersey. It's both. It's literally <laughs> both. So I have I have a couple that like they're just so small. Yeah. Because I've gotten some from like when working. I worked like a gear sale, so I got a couple of jerseys that I got from them. So it's a matter of. Just being able to keep, and I just keep them because it's just, they're just classics. You're never going to see them again. So I'm excited that you wore that stuff. It's getting me excited for three weeks. And now I'm really going to have to have a challenge to figure out what the hell I'm wearing. I know. Well, we'll figure it all out together. We'll literally be in the hotel room with Leland and all of us going, fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but do you have any new cards this week? I know you brought up a couple last week so not sure what the card collecting is brought this week the card collecting is on hold for right now until our trip is done ah that's actually probably a good idea so you're not spending a buttload of money yes so it's on hold for right now unless there is some significant deal that is like art word i'm gonna get that but right now i pretty much showed all the cards last week 
that I've been waiting to show. Yeah. Because I was like, what did I not show? So everything <laughs> else, I'm pretty sure everyone has seen at some point. So I'm just going to, it's just probably a two, three week hiatus on the cards until like something pops up. I've I been trying to look for Bill Russell cards because he passed away. So hard. Everyone's trying to charge like nine hundred dollars for it, and I'm like, freaking bastards. That's just stupid. I, I hate that stuff. Yeah, like you just want to make money off of somebody's likeness after he passes. That's ugh. Um, I loved when you were talking about your diva cards last week. I was dying this morning. I was listening to this on the treadmill at the gym, dying laughing. I'm like. Man, when you go, 11-year-old me would have loved these cards even more. I'm going, yeah, same here. Well, shit. Well, I didn't even know about these back then. Well, this is great. I just, I never knew they even made those cards. Like, if I was, like, younger Kevin would be like, yo, can we go to the store and see if we can go find a pack? Oh, God, yeah. Like, it's crazy. 110%, man. Like. We definitely would have tried to find that shit. It's kind of how oh, it yeah. goes. Um, All right. Shall we start our uh, talk on college football this oh, week? Sir, I believe we should dive right on into college football. It okay. is legitimately 22 days away at this point. 24 days, 23 days away. So it's right around the corner. West Virginia, Pittsburgh, I believe, does kick off the college football season. Uh, there's a bunch of games that week as well, so that will be a great time. Top 25 AP poll came out yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, I don't know, Kevin, if you had have had time to look at it yet. I know you've been working a buttload and will continue to work a buttload, but this top 25 uh, – there's a couple of teams, and we'll talk about it, that I have question marks on. But, again, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan, A&M, Utah, OU, and Baylor. Round up your top ten. Yep. Very, what, my thoughts on the top ten? No issues there, truthfully. I think they all kind of pretty much – you know, earn their spot. I think the mm-hmm. only question mark that I, you know, I, you know, I looked at your the the list yesterday when I got out of work and when I got out of yoga. I think the main one I'm a little more confused is the Texas a Texas A and M one. Yeah, they don't. They have a very young team, and normally, unless there's like some serious stars that are going there, I'm always a little surprised that they got ranked seven. And I know they had a. Great and a lot of people recruiting. are saying that same thing. Yes, they had a great recruiting class, but that recruiting class doesn't play until, you know, 2023. (laughs) Or will will mostly start 2023, like unless they're a bunch of these freshmen are going to start. It was very surprising to see them rank that high. Maybe I would see them like top 15, but uh, definitely not expecting them to be top 10 like that. I'm I'm shocked to see three big 12 teams like right in a row. Usually it's Oklahoma, Baylor, OK State. And then mm-hmm. Texas is in there 
further down, which that's the team, in my opinion, that should not be ranked. Okay, can we laugh for a second how out of all the votes, there was one coach that voted for Texas? Huh, I wonder who did that. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I, I just wonder what dumbass coach decided to vote for his own team. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. I'm sorry. If you're a Texas fan, and I know there's people that listen to this that are Texas fans, Texas is only ranked right there because you guys got have the number one quarterback recruit from last year's class, and you have the upcoming number one recruit in the Q, for QBs and in the nation coming in next year. Yep. I have no faith in Texas at all. None. Yeah. I don't see them holding a top 25 ranking for more than maybe two weeks. I just, they haven't been good in the past four or five years. They have not played well. Um, also, Pittsburgh at 16. They lost a lot. And they still have them high. I I guess they, from what I was reading, they're saying that that uh, defensive line and pass rush is one of the strongest in the nation. Um, I hope it's not because we're playing them. But I feel, I think, you know, we'll see what happens with Pittsburgh. I was reading up that they feel like it's a little bit of a, they shot, Lightning in a bottle last year, but the way they were able to get oh, through the yeah. ACC. They, they 100% so, did. I don't think that that's going to happen two years in a row, especially since they're going to have a different quarterback in charge after mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett left. And maybe Kenny wider. Pickett was, yeah, if Kenny Pickett was still there, I think they would maybe could be in the 20s. But yeah, you said something about their wide receivers. I think they have a couple of those guys back. But he, their top wide receiver transferred to USC. Oh, yeah. He left. He was your go-to player. So someone else needs to step up. Um, I think those are my two teams that I think in my mind, like looking at the rest, I'm like, Houston, they ended off the year pretty good. Um, I just don't want them up there because it's Holgerson. Or, yeah, and I don't like him. Uh, So he he can – Holgram or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. can just leave. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think Cincinnati kind of got the bum deal. I think they're ranked too low. I know they lost their best corner and their quarterback, but I also think they're high. It should be higher on that okay. list. If you're making it, if you were a top four team last year, I think you have earned that right to be in the top 10 to follow the following year. You know, I think I, that's my mind, but I'm not a coach. I don't vote for this. Yeah, uh, I think for me, uh, one of the ones that stand out, uh, I when I was doing my research is Wake Forest. You know, Wake Forest, a lot of people feel like that team probably shouldn't be ranked as high for how they finished last year. I know they had a, a decent season, but I also... They, to they continue started off on, well. Yeah, died. to continue like with with what else we're gonna talk about, I don't know. Do I do I really initially feel that 
a Wake Forest team is better than an Iowa or a Penn State team that wasn't ranked? I don't yeah. think they do. I don't no. think they do. Um, it, Holerson right now, I think his them for them at in Houston. I don't know if I, I get why they're 25, but also I believe because I'm just reading this thing. Uh so he just finished year three at Houston, which if you remember when he was at West Virginia with us, year three has always been the year where he peaks and it's either gonna be sink or swim. So I don't know if he's gonna hit that. I mean, again, he is in the American Conference, right? Yeah, for another year. And then he moves to the Big 12, which that will be a very interesting story. God, when he goes to the Big 12. We're probably going to need to go to that game when it's West Virginia. Every team in the Big 12 is going to gun for him. Yeah. Like, no one likes him. Yeah. (laughs) I am shocked. Looking, you know, you know the other teams receiving votes like Iowa, Penn, like your top. Let's go say your top six afterwards: Iowa, Penn State, Tennessee, BYU, LSU, and Auburn. Mm-hmm. The last two, Auburn had an okay year. They did pretty decent. LSU had. One of the worst seasons they've had in a long time. I don't think they had a winning record. So that makes no sense to me that you're going to even vote for them to be that high besides having a good recruiting class. Also, I I also do feel Brian Kelly is going to do whatever he can Mm. to try to like bring them back to prominence quickly and a lot quicker than people expect. Probably. He's got that fake Southern accent now, so he's just going to go get all the guys to come play for him. (laughs) Um, Love it. But I am shocked that, you know, Penn State, Iowa, and Tennessee aren't somewhere in the top 25. I thought those programs, especially Tennessee, Tennessee took a big step forward last year, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're returning a lot of really good players. I am shocked that they're not up there. Penn State is always a staple in the top 25 to me. Yeah. And, I, I was really shocked that they weren't even like 25. I, I always just feel like Penn State is always right up there. Yeah. And I the was, fact that they didn't make that. Yeah. And I was one of those teams that's always like steadfast. They, they might lose like three or four games a year, but they are consistent. Very, very consistent. And, and, play great football i love watching iowa football because it's around like ground and pound tight ends and a decent quarterback that's all they need yeah they've iowa for the last like what three four years they've just had like a really solid team from Mm -hmm. like for just having a great offensive line that like knows what they're supposed to do like big offensive line like you're not talking like six two six you're talking like six five to six seven working in there and they always have a, a solid tight end for the last couple of years work for, work work for them so yeah. you know i can i feel like if i if any of these teams between 16 and 25 lose iowa immediately jumps right in and replaces them oh yeah um i let's just ask this question did did kentucky figure out how to play football 
Yeah, I mean, apparently they did. I don't remember what Kentucky did last year, but I didn't think that they were supposed to be this high. I would never. Yeah, I, I remember them. They did really, they did fairly well last year. They had like a big win, right? They have they had like a big, big win last they year. Did. That's why, like, they kind Let's... of will get more respect. Let's click on them and see what happened. Full schedule. Let's go back to last last year. Yes. Hold on. Here's what we got. Okay. So they knocked off number 10, Florida. Ah, that was it. That was their. That was the, I think that was the coming out party. That was they, because they beat uh, University of Louisiana, Monroe, Missouri, Chattanooga, South Carolina, which usually is a pretty good team, but they, they had a very bad year. And, and look who they beat right after Florida. LSU, LSU, yeah. Then they lost three straight. But they didn't. And they beat Iowa in the Citrus Bowl. Oh, they did. They barely beat Iowa, yeah. I guess I sit there and I say, well, you lost to Georgia, which you should have. You lost to Tennessee barely. You lost. You handedly lost to Mississippi State, who isn't even ranked uh, at that point. Um, you beat Vandy, you beat New Mexico State, and you beat Louisville. I guess I don't agree with the rankings because if they're in, I put them at 25. Mm. Like, I don't see them being better that much better than iowa unless they hold that oh because iowa lost to them but yeah i don't know very interesting Um, very interesting let's talk about and this could be best matchup across any of the games like you know could be the west virginia let's just leave out west virginia pit because you in my in both our minds that's the best matchup for any college matchup 100 it's the best matchup um I was looking through the best non-conference game matchups. Me um, too. Me too. And one that I'm actually really excited for, and I think could be really, really good, is uh, the – where is it? I just – oh, it's in week one. Is the Oregon-Georgia game. You stole, stole, you stole my exact answer that I was going to say. Exact answer that I was going to say. The Ducks have a new head coach. Yep. You know they're going to come out with a flashy-ass uniform, for sure. Yep. Um, They're going to be playing on a stream. I think this year they're they're playing for more than just a championship. They're playing for their tight end wide receiver who passed away, um, for sure. They're going to be playing for him. Georgia's coming off a huge high, but they lost so much on that defense. But and at the same time, Georgia is a defending national champion. Yeah. I give the, And they just retool. I give the slight edge to Georgia on that game. Just the slightest edge because I do think um, Oregon's going to be good this year. 
I think they they figured their so. stuff out. Yeah. I hope so. I've always been a fan of Oregon from the the Mariota days. I want them to bring come come back to prominence. Mm-hmm. If so, I think that's going to be a great game. That's taking place on the third at three thirty p.m. Now, if I could choose a different game since Merritt stole mine, sorry. Um, you know which one I think I'm excited about. Let's see. I'm only, you know what? I'm not gonna focus on any of the other weeks. I'm gonna focus on week one. I think another great game is going to be that Utah at Florida. I was gonna say that either that one because that does look good. Yeah, Pac-12 champs going to the swamp. In the swamp, uh, the swamp does don't they have a new head coach too? Or did he start I, last year? Because I know Mullen. No, he started out. last year. I think yeah. he started last year. Yeah. Okay. Anybody that says we're wrong, feel free to let us know. But I what, think that he started last year. What about the Cincy Arkansas game? SEC be interesting. versus you know what American. Um, yeah. I'm just looking through, and there's there's actually some really good matchups week one, which is yeah, crazy. Week one, the LSU Florida State was going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. North Carolina plays Appalachian State, which they have as a great matchup because Appalachian State is always that sneaky good team. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Iowa plays South Dakota State week one. Who does? Iowa plays South Dakota. Really? Interesting. Okay. Okay. FCS they, battle. But you got an FCS versus FBS right there. Okay. Okay. Um, I think if I'm looking at the top, you know, the first week of the, game, the schedule. Yeah. I think my biggest surprise, like I don't think I wrote it on you, but biggest surprise game, like a team that'll win that no one thinks that will. Like, let's look at this. So let's look at from Thursday. So we do have games the Saturday before we go. I think there's about 10 games, but no one cares about them. No one. It's crap teams and all that. So no one cares. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I already think West Virginia is going to win no matter what, um, just because diehard and just stupid. I I think week one. As a non-biased West Virginia fan that's going up against our ultimate rival in the University of Pittsburgh, I think we're going to find out if JT Daniels is the real thing or if if he's a complete fluke. So week one, and I think perfect timing for him to really show that. You come out away. Well, technically could be a home game depending on how this uh, sellout is. Uh, um, yeah. I think if he shows out, I think we're going to find out if we have like a very similar situation when we had Will Greer come in. That'd be fantastic. If that happens, we're good. We're, we're golden. And if that it, would save Neil Brown's job. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. My biggest upset for week one going through it all. Okay. And knowing these teams. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I mean, I just want to say Utah State over Alabama, but we all know that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think I'll go with um see. Oh, you know what? I'll say this and it might end bad. I don't it probably will. But Miami, Ohio over Kentucky. Okay. I think week one. Yeah, week one. I think Kentucky comes out ready to go, really like having a great season. But Miami, Ohio is always interesting. They're always one of those teams that can win mm -hmm. and will win against good teams. And then they lose against really bad teams. Okay. So, so who's yours one more time? It Mi is Miami, Ohio over Kentucky week one. Okay. So I'm, I now have the full big old schedule that's, for week one. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at too. Okay. All right. Let me see. Uh, there's one I'm looking at, but I just want to take a browse over anyone else. For me, so this is just, again, petty West Virginia fan. Oh, you're going to say, I'm, I know which one you're going for. I'm going UT, University of Texas San Antonio over Houston. Reason being is because UTSA also finished 12-2 uh, and two last year. Yeah. And they also have one of the top quarterbacks in the nation in Frank Harris. And they have eight starters back on offense, and it's going to be in a neutral zone at the Alamo Dome. So that says that's like, not I think, neutral, and that's not neutral. That's that's yeah, that's San Antonio t territory. Yeah, and honestly, I could totally see it happening. You know, I I feel like that could possibly upset them again because if you remember the trending of Dana Holgerson, year four, it's either bust. Feast or famine, and I think it's gonna famine. I thought you were gonna go. I thought you were gonna be really petty and say Norfolk, Norfolk State over Marshall. No, not that petty. But you know what? Speaking of, I think I would love. I would love if this is the Saturday, August twenty seventh week. I would love if Hawaii can beat Vanderbilt. Oh, that'd be interesting. I think out of the first week, I'd like to see. Florida A&M over North Carolina. Rattlers? Oh, that would be so dope. Yeah. yeah. That would be I fire. think that would be huge for that to happen. Um, I think it could, but oh, yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Um, all right. So out of all the teams, you know, there's a bunch college-related, all that. Um who is going to be your sleeper or surprise team this year that makes big moves without anyone really noticing or, or the going, Oh wow. Wait, they're good for me. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go. They're currently ranked ranked 20th on the coaches poll. I'm going to go with Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've been like reading that. a lot about them. A lot of people really love the running back that they have up there. I think he's a top prospect. They Wisconsin. always have good running backs. Oh, uh, I know. We can you can just rattle off names for days. Yeah, but I can feel. I feel like Wisconsin could be one of those sleeper teams that like you'll get to like week six and you'll realize, wow, they're like seven and zero. Huh. Interesting. And then maybe they possibly 
get over on one of the blue bloods like a Michigan or Michigan State or Ohio State or I don't I forget what conference of the side of the Big Ten they are. But I feel like they'll get a big win over one of those guys. Um, so Wisconsin will be my surprise team. Okay. Uh, for at first glance, but also I don't know if I would call them a surprise team, but I'm very curious. This might answer the next question that we have on here. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see what my USC Trojans do. Because they could also yeah. be one of those teams that fall apart when the first year where it's not working out. Yep. I think I'm going to go with Tennessee as my surprise team because okay. they're not ranked yet. They're right outside the top 25. They're returning their quarterback and a lot of guys on the offense and defense. I'm, I don't think they win the SEC. No. Mm-hmm. But I think they can have. I think they're going to surprise a lot of teams this year and make a big run into that top 15, maybe top 10 ranking. Um, So that'll be my surprise. The team that falls apart. Is it really bad that I want to be super, super petty as a West Virginia fan? No, because it's our podcast and we're a West Virginia podcast. I think Texas falls apart, but that's always, that's every year. So I won't say that one. I think Oklahoma falls apart. Okay. Truly, I believe Oklahoma will because of what transpired this offseason. They just lost their offensive – one of their offensive coaches. Mm-hmm. Or was it Oklahoma State? Maybe Oklahoma State lost one. But it was down in Oklahoma because of saying a racial slur in front of a bunch of players mm-hmm. numerous times. Um, but Oklahoma, Oklahoma will still finish in the top 25, but won't be in the top 15. I think, I I think they do fall apart though for a couple of weeks where it's just trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Cause they lost a lot. You lost your head coach. You lost your starting quarterback, lost both your starting quarterbacks technically. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of players left. So we shall see what happens there. I'm not. 100% 100% sure. Um, now, let's just throw this question out there. I, I know I have this question at the end, too, but we don't really know any of these players that well yet. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, who wins the Heisman? I don't know. We're just going to take that question off for now because... We're just going to say Bryce Young because he's yeah. still playing right now. I'm going to say Bryce TBD. Young. TBD. Bryce Young, for sure. That kid is a phenom. Um, star, but where does our team end up? Where do the Mountaineers finish this year? Man, my goodness, am I going to be quoted for this? And we're going to revisit this later on in the year. Yes, we are going to write down our predictions. I will put your name in here. Hold on, Kevin. Let's see, man, this is hard. Because it's funny because everybody predicted us to finish ninth this year. Yeah, they predicted us to be really bad. Like, holy crap bad. I don't think we're going to be ninth. No, 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 no. I think think we're going to end up eight and four, fifth place. Reason we're fifth place is we lost a tiebreaker for losing one of the games. 
to one of the teams. I think we I think we might lose to someone like a Baylor, someone like Oklahoma State. They always have our number. Oklahoma has always has our number. Maybe this could be the year where we get them back. But I feel like we're gonna end up losing somewhere stupid. And that's just what it's gonna be. But I I, I feel we can do get to eight and four. We have the the talent. It's just a matter of the execution now. Year four, this is gonna be a big year for Neil Brown. If we don't finish with at least above five hundred, we're gonna be asking for his head on a stick. All right, so you're you're sorry, I was putting in our trivia. Uh so eight and four. Eight and four, fifth in the conference. Which hopefully gets us to a different bowl than other than the damn Liberty Bowl. And then do we win the bowl game? I think if there's a year to win the bowl game, it's this year to win the bowl game. Where all the stars align. Okay. And this will be Neil Brown's first bowl win for West Virginia. No, it won't. It'll be a second. Was this would it be did he win a bowl game? Yeah, he won it um with both Stills brothers. They beat Memphis. They beat uh, Memphis? There was a Memphis in the, I don't remember what who they won, but they did win. You sure? Mm-hmm. Was, I feel like they didn't though for some odd reason. That's schedule. So, 2020, you're right. If less, if this is 2020 where we finished something. They, they beat Army. They beat Army in the Liberty Bowl. You are indeed a genius, sir. Wow. We lost three straight bowl games with Dana. Yeah. There's only one. We won two bowl games with Dana, and that was it. Yep, and one of them was right when we graduated. Oh my god! Yeah, no, think of like think about that for a second, and then like when I talk about like success stories, like that's a big deal. Like you gotta win the bowl games. Like yes, some of the ones that you're in don't matter, but you should be winning the bowl games. Like literally, I just went back like four or five years before that Liberty Bowl win. We won in 2015, and that was that was the Skylar Howard year. For the Cactus Bowl. Dude, we lost like, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight bowl games in a row under Don Nealon. Yeah. And then when did we come Rich, back to prominence? Rich Rod, right? We lost, no, we lost three bowl games. We lost three out of the four years, or five years with Rich Rod in bowl games. Yeah. And then Bill Stewart came around and we won one, two, and then he lost two. And then Dana won against Clemson his first year. Yep. Which is huge. Then mm-hmm. lost the next two. Yep. Then won against ASU in yep. 2016. And then lost the next three. Yep. My God, we suck. We, for some reason, don't want to come out for the bowl games. 
So remember that Camping World World Bowl, the only one that played was David Stills because Will Greer foregoed to go to the draft. And then now with the people allowed to like not have to participate in the bowl game, that's kind of hurt us. Yeah, that's true. We've had a lot of guys leave just because of that. Um, All right. So let's see. What does our schedule look like? Schedule. No, I, ha- I think I have it on my phone, but I'm just gonna pull Are it. Are you up looking right for here. this year? I got it right now. Oh, I'm pulling it up. I got right. Here we go. All right. So we have Pitt can so weird that we're playing Kansas the second game of the year. And, I- and I'm gonna be there. I know you're gonna that's gonna be a fun game. You'll have fun. Yeah, my uh, parents and one of my parents' family friends are gonna come with us. Nice. So we're gonna have a hell of a freaking time. Good. So we got Pitt, Kansas, Towson. Virginia Tech, Texas, Baylor, T- uh, Tech, TCU, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Kansas, Oklahoma State. Um, we, we have the possibility, and I don't want to knock on wood and jinx us, that we could literally go be, go 5-0 and into Baylor. Yeah, that's my thoughts, and we lose. I think we lose three. I think we for the year. I think we surprise teams, and we go nine and three. Let's go. I think we lose to Baylor because Baylor is returning almost everybody. Mm-hmm. They they lost their speedy wide receiver because he's on the Patriots now. Um. And I'm going to agree with you. I think this is the year we take Oklahoma down because it's at home. I think we lose two straight, though. I think we lose to Baylor and we lose to Tech. The only reason I say we lose to Tech is because it's in Texas Tech. And for some odd reason, it's almost every other year we win against them. Mm. So I'm going to go with that. And I think we lose to OK State to end the year. It's in Stillwater. And we all know how poorly we play against Oklahoma State every year. We can never figure them out. So nine and three, which I think will put us what fourth in the Big Twelve. Okay. And we win our bowl game. That would be amazing. And that save Neil amazing. Brown's job. Yeah. Okay, so that is cemented. It is written down, everybody. At the yes. end of the year, Kevin and I will come back and look at this and say that, wow, we were really smart on these picks, or wow, we were complete fools. Didn't we also do this for Andrew's trivia? I don't remember. May have. Go go back up to the, the episode where Andrew did a trivia, because I feel like we we did that also. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. When was that episode? Uh, Oh, Producer Day? Yeah, Producer Day. Are you checking it? Yeah, I'm looking right now. Let's see. Oh, he didn't write them down. He did ask us it, though. Yeah, he did. We'd have to go back into the episode so we could remember. Oh boy, that's a lot of listening we gotta do. I oh, will. Well, it's it's well, gonna be a it's gonna, it's gonna be a clip. 
on uh on the thing of a jig on the on the instagrams that yeah i'll i'll, I'll find it I, I just need a day off and I'll, I'll go find it oh i know you will you always do i try my out here all right so did we miss anything did we not touch on something that we um to? i think we're good i would say is there any tips that i missed or Andrew to learn that maybe you want to list one and then we'll bring him back on later on in the coming weeks that we uh refresh him. Before I think the big one I like to do is um before the kickoff to jump up and down with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like you said, mm-hmm. but for the um dangle your keys and everything, shake out, but like everyone's bouncing up and down ready for that kickoff and then when that's done it's always wvu and we point like it's always that big thing um i think that's the biggest one i think you know you definitely touched on a lot of the cheers that we're gonna do um you guys were assholes saying that we had to get the whole section they throw my ass up in the air for (laughs) score uh and i was I love how Andrew's like, I think Merritt's going to make me go in the air. I'm like, why would I throw you in the air? If I, if you die, I'm in a lot of shit. Like (laughs) I need to make sure you stay alive. Yes, that is very true. And Leland, if you're listening to this, I love you. Do not kill my um, brother-in-law, please. I know how you like to drink before these games. And I know he keeps telling I'm, us I'm, he's going to remember getting, this game. I'm getting old. I cannot drink wow. as much as I used to. I have a, Honestly, I'm probably a high noon pack, and I'm done for the, the day. I'm probably going to – so I go to a wedding this weekend for one of my best friends from West Virginia. Okay. Um, And I'm not – I told my wife, I was like, I'm, I was really planning on not drinking after vacation because I did drink a decent amount. Um. But never felt crappy because it, you just sweat it all out, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, I'll probably have a couple of drinks at my friend's wedding. And then after that, I'm not drinking until the game. I just want to kind of stay sober, detox, all that fun stuff. But like get to the game and I'll probably bring like a 12 pack of like Bud Light or some cheap beer and just drink that and, and have seltzers and have like, Regular seltzers, not like alcoholic seltzers, mixed in there because I I don't want to be intoxicated, super bad. Like I want to enjoy the game. Yeah, uh, we're driving all the way out there. Well, I'm definitely well, I'm gonna indulge, but I feel like I want to be able to be there for the game, and then depending yeah. on the results of the game, that's when you know things I, can go ahead and you know take a turn for the worse. I think the night before, like hang out with Leland when going out to dinner or something, I'd probably have a couple of drinks there. Yeah. But like at the game, I'm not going to drink at the game at all because it's going to cost like an arm and a freaking leg first off. <laughs> like, well, I know I'm definitely at least going to have something. I'm going to have something just to like feel the power because I'm feel, there. Feel the power of uh, being in the new in newly named Acreasure. Freaking sure. It's still that name still fucking sucks. It's so bad. Um, all right. So here's the trivia. The best BCS record 
in the BCS era at this point in time? I, it's pretty obvious. I feel, like the, I feel like it's obvious. Isn't it Alabama? No. Ohio no? State. You know, I would have went with them too, but I thought it was just too easy. Yeah, That no. was my second choice. I, I found it. I was like, oh, it's, I 100% thought it would be Alabama since they've won so much. Yeah, it's but like they I, put a, a freaking national championship every other freaking year. But Ohio State, you know, they may not go to the national championship, but they might have a better record technically. We just mm. everyone likes to vote for Bama mm. all day. Every Makes day. sense because if you think about like like that early two thousands era with the uh, the way their their teams were stacked to the deck, dude. Ohio so, State's going to be scary this year. Their wide receiver core is the best in the nation. Yeah, and too bad. Unfortunately, pretty- won't be able to see on ESPN because you know they gotta end their deal. So sad. Yeah. Sad days. Well, Kevin, do you want to get us out of here so we can yes. both go to bed? Absolutely, because we are old and I am tired. I'm I exhausted. only took I only took one yoga class yesterday because I was that tired because I literally fell asleep in the beginning of the first one. Did, that, did Melissa yeah. yell at you? Melissa had to wake me up. Oh my God. That's how bad I was. Oh, so, God. but anyways, continuing on. Gonna go ahead and take us out. So first, let's go ahead and follow us at our Twitter, which is I have to still do some stuff to it. Our Twitter is Manly Musings, Manly Musing Pod. So feel free to follow us for on Twitter. Make sure you listen to us at all streaming platforms. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Play. You name it, we're on it. So feel free to go ahead and listen to us. Go ahead, Merritt. We are on Pandora, which I don't think any of us realized. We are also on Pandora, who knew that they have podcasts on there. So also, if you want to watch us and laugh at us on YouTube, love to get some views up. Feel free to follow our page at the Manly Musings Podcast. If you want to see me post a bunch of different stuff, follow us at our podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. Uh, trying to get more content on there, as you guys have seen. Uh, going to keep on doing that. If you guys like anything, let me know. Follow Merritt at his Instagram at Merritt underscore P. Follow me at KQuaver624. And I'm pretty sure I have everything. If anything, I would like to just say, make sure you go ahead and leave us a review of how mm. our podcast is. We need some reviews out there. Get Come us on, some more exposure. But yeah, take care, and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.